Parenting Your Child in Recovery, the podcast that speaks the truth about your child's recovery. Relapse is not normal. Phony success rates can't define where your family wants to be in 5, 10, or 15 years from now. And most importantly, your child is not an addict. From 9 to 5, been biting my tongue for all this time, won't let anyone cut me short. I was thinking this was the way to go, and you put up your puppet show. I say cheers to life, no one be no good My name is Richard Jones, RN, and this is Essential Change, the podcast, episode 91. Today, I want to talk about stealing the misery from recovery. Now, before I do that, let's let's do a little housekeeping first, get this out of the way. This episode, this podcast is brought to you by secondstarts.com, the number two, N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com, soon to be followed by secondstartstv.com. Here to help the complete family unit and the complete support networks of young adults in recovery by installing a permanent self-refueling transformation starting from day one without the guilt and the shame of most recovery processes by identifying, customizing, and strengthening the relationships between the client, the support network, and the helping professionals. Okay, let's to our podcast here, because this is a, something I really want to talk about. There is a component of recovery that is is right in your face. And this is the part about the resentment towards the change. And it's, it, it comes in a few ways. First of all, the person themselves has a resentment. The mere situation says that you made errors. It says you got failures. It says you got weaknesses and you need help. Okay, that's already a great recipe for causing someone resentment. Even though it's true, it causes resentment. And also, the people that try to help, when anyone sticks their nose in, tries to help, tries to be helpful, it should be or could be perceived as a good thing. But most of the time, a lot of times, the feelings that the person has for themselves, they mirror mirror them to other people. So now, it's not just myself that feel like, I've made these errors, these failures. I have these weaknesses. I am putting that off on other people. So now I think they're looking at me like that. And that is part of the misery of the recovery process. And I'm talking about long-term recovery, too. I'm talking about recovery with transformation, not just getting well for a few days. This is one of the reasons why I like to change the role of the support network, because the less the individual who is in recovery thinks that you are dwelling or thinking about or getting educated or getting more information on their failures and weaknesses, the less they can accept and feel and, you know, gather fuel from your support. So I always say, let's save the misery and the problems for the practitioners. We've got some professionals, good professionals that get out here and help with that part. Another thing, there is a perceived lack of pleasure, a, pl- a perceived lack of comfort in your, in your failings, in your miseries, because that statement, the devil you know, is, is very relevant in this recovery process. People get used to and feel comfortable with their uh, 
their problems, their miseries. And, 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 and that's true of all of us. What we have to do is get people to understand that you have to look at that sense of loss or those self-low expectations, guilt or, or punishment that you're putting on yourself. You need to reframe, reframe that and start looking at what is possible and where, which ways we're going to take this. Now, that is sort of like if there's something that you're used to and something that you're comfortable with and then you want someone to do something that's better for them, that rings a lot to me like trading the ice cream sandwich for the bowl of broccoli. Yeah, the bowl of broccoli is great. Great for you. Uh, fiber, nutrition, vitamins, A through Z, this, that, and the other. But that ice cream sandwich is very comfortable. So what we like to do is and we all like to think about doing is taking those new possibilities and let's reframe them things. Let's not be afraid to cook them up. Let's not be afraid to change the new possibilities, the new way into a cinnamon bun. Okay. And let's start to reframe those things as best we can. The way we do that is to constantly probe and put challenges in front of the people that we're trying to help. Or if you're trying to be in recovery, challenges in front of yourself constantly looking for what makes you comfortable, what pushes your buttons, what makes you feel good. That way you can reframe those thoughts, those processes into that cinnamon bun. You want to make that look like something good so that when you go to change now, you're not looking and only seeing what you're not going to have. Okay. You're not only bathing in your comfortable pool of low expectation. Okay getting that guilt and punishment that you somehow have always felt you deserved. Now, normally what we do is this is where we really help have to help to get the help of the practitioners because getting rid of guilt and getting rid of the self sense of self punishment is not easy at all. And that's hard work. So we like to work along with the practitioners. You get rid of guilt and then replace it and reframe it with that cinnamon bun. Okay, and that's how we steal some of that misery from recovery, because there is a built in component, a built in comfortable component of misery. That, uh, it's the elephant in the room. It's that comfortable component of misery. So let's start attacking that, switching it out, switching chairs and start to repopulate that with some comfortable thoughts that give you that that sense of where you need you need to go. So let's end this podcast right here and hopefully we'll see you next time. And everybody remember, let's get out there and help someone get better, help someone stay better and help someone be better. Thank you for joining us on Parenting Your Child in Recovery, a podcast for the families of young adults in recovery. For more information, go to secondstarts.com. That's the number 2-N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S. Dot com and our Facebook group, Parenting Your Child in Recovery. And if you or someone you know loves a young adult in recovery and want a customized premium change to recovery without the guilt and shame of most recovery processes, please go again to secondstarts.com, the number 2ndstarts.com, and book a free call. Thank you.
my eyes Forgot all about what I did last night What I do remember that it was real, real nice Talks about me